Allah Akbar Allah Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah Hayya 'ala salat Hayya 'ala هيا على الفلا هيا على الفلا الله لا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده على من لا نبي بعده ولا كتاب بعد كتابه ولا شريعة بعد شريعته ولا أمة بعد أمتي أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإنك لعلى خلق عظيم وقال تعالى وما أتاكم الرسول فخذوا وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا واتقوا الله إن الله شديد اليقاب وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله مسترسبكتد عنرب العلماء الكرام مفاز في قرآن برد زنالدز السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Alhamdulillah, through the month of Ramadan, many of us, all of us, we spiritually boosted a lot of ibadah, tarawih by night, lengthy hours of the night, in tarawih salah, extra hours we go in, in tilawat of the Quran, fasting for 29 days, sadaqat, khairat, a lot of good deeds took place in the month of Ramadan. Those were all opportunities, avenues for every one of us to seek Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, and to earn reward from the mercies of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Post Ramadan, our responsibility is twofold. That in the month of Ramadan, and sometimes these are the opportunities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala avails and grants us, that we have an opportunity to seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala via ibadah. That the person, he excels, he goes the extra mile, and via ibadah, tilawat of Qur'an, he will find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is that sense of spirituality, of wholesomeness. You're really feeling like a better person. And that's one avenue of seeking Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. The other avenue of seeking Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala is via khidmat khalq. For Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala is another way and avenue of us reaching and finding Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And number two, our responsibility post Ramadan is the preservation, the protection of our amal. Whatever we have accumulated, whatever we have earned, generally a person 
will earn and he'll gain money, wealth. What does he do after that? He's looking for some investment with higher than market returns that can avoid all the risks that are there in the market. He wants to invest that money. So these amal that we have executed, we have done, completed in the month of Ramadan, our responsibility is the protection of it. And number two is to continue looking and finding Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And that is via khidmat khalq. Remember, it's the small things that matter in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes that can mean a lot. At times we feel that we have to do really excessive ibadah. We have to go the extra mile and do a lot of things. And we overlook the small things, yet the small things mean a lot. The wife of Harun al-Rashid, her name was Zubayda, a very pious lady of then days. She comes for Hajj. And on the fourth occasion when she comes for Hajj, she sees that there is a drought in Makkah Mukarramah. Difficult, trying times. The Hujjaj who are Duyuf rahman they are the guests of Allah Taala in the lands of Makkah Mukarramah. There is an easy availability of drinking water. This really disturbs her, concerns her. Immediately she puts out the uh, very high reward, summons all the engineers of the time, the builders, contractors, and everyone puts their minds together. And she looked for the closest source of water that was available to fulfill the needs of Hujaj and people of Makkah, Mukarramah surrounding, not for that year, but for the next century and centuries. So Alhamdulillah, till today, if a person goes to Makkah, Mukarramah, or rather we go to Saudi Arabia, then we see that that canal that was built by Zubaydah still in existence. Although the water had dried up in approximately the year 1980 or so, water had dried up. So there are some efforts to try and utilize that efforts of hers. But be as it may, after Zubeda passed away. So that was something that she really earned and she she did for the Ummah. Someone seen her in her dream after she passed away. And Zubeda in this dream, the angel is going through her nama, yamal, her books of deeds. And as the angel is going through all her deeds, she is very hopeful. And she's telling herself that Alhamdulillah, you've done a lot for the Ummah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There is hope for you to have. There's every reason for you to have hope. And then the angel goes through the books and then it's written that Zubaydah had built the canal. When this is read by the angel, then the angel reads it and carries on. Then she starts losing some hope to say what? That was something amazing, outstanding, unprecedented. No one had done something like this. Exorbitant funds and money was used for the building of it. Yet it was solely for the pleasure of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. My returns are only reward from Allah. How come that was just overlooked and the pages were turned? And suddenly Zubaydah is happy and she's smiling. So the person in the dream asks her, Zubaydah, but now why? No, they found that good deed. They found that good deed can that can serve as salvation and protection for me from the fire of Jahannam. But Zubida, what is that? It wasn't the canal that was just passed through in the reading. What was it, Zubida? Zubida says that one day I had taken my helper and the maid. We went into the gardens of the palace and it was a hot day walking in the hot scorching sun. I asked the maid, please get me 
some cold water to drink. So the cold water was brought. As the cold water was brought, Zubida was just about to drink. And then the Mu'adhin says, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Immediately she stops. So then the maid asks, but you were so, the helper says, you were so, the servant, you were so thirsty, you called for that water, you really wanted it, I brought the water. Now when I bring the water, you don't drink. She explains and says, out of respect for the name of Allah, I stopped drinking. The angel says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded me that you must be now ushered into Jannah and be saved from the fire of Jahannam due to the respect you had for my name. Just all. Now the facilities we have, the amenities, the ulama, the Quran Sharif, the Hadith Sharif, and all of these facilities, we need to show respect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq, but the point being driven home, it was a simple deed in our eyes. To me and you, it was a simple deed. But she earned salvation in the court of Allah wa ta'ala via very simple deed. Hadith appears in Sahih Muslim. On the authority of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says on the day of Qiyamah, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will announce and he will speak to his servant and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Ya Abdi, O my servant, Ya Ibn Adam, O son of Adam, O my servant, O my banda, I asked you for assistance and you didn't help me in various ways. In the first one, I had taken ill, I was sick, you never paid me a visit. So the servant will say, Ya Allah, How do I pay a visit to you? Oh my Allah, you are the Rabb of the worlds. You're the creator of everything. How do I pay you a visit, oh my Allah? You don't fall sick. I can't come and pay you a visit and say to you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, My servant got sick. Marid abdi. When my servant got sick, if you went to visit him, لَوَجَدْتَنِي عِنْدَهُ You would have found me by him. If you went to pay a visit to a sick person, I was there. Such great reward, simple thing. Another hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When a person visits the sick, then 70,000 angels make dua for a person. For who? The one who paid the visit to the sick. Simple deed. Yet so much of return, so high rewards in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa continues and says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will address insan. See insan, I asked you for food. The call was there. You heard about the famine. You heard about the drought. You heard I was in difficult situation. And I asked you for help. You didn't help me. Ya Allah. How do I give food to you? You the one who's razak, you sustain. I can't give food to you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, oh my banda, see my servant, he was asking you for food. If you saw to his needs, you would have found me. You would have got that full reward by me. And these are opportunities that we all have. When someone asks for assistance, someone is really down and out. And we need to be very careful, very, very careful and cautious of labeling people and to say, but he's a professional beggar. If you have, give. If you don't want to give, give a good word. But be careful of what we say. For that word, sometimes Nabi Kareem sallallahu sometimes a person, sometimes we say things to anger Allah wa ta'ala. We don't even realize. We don't even know the 
gravity or the 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 ill effects of that one statement of ours. La yulqilaha balan. Nabi Kareem sallallahu says that one statement of a person, one statement of his, he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be so angry with the person because of which he will be thrown headlong in the fire of Jahannam. One statement. So alhamdulillah, in the month of Ramadan, lot of a'mal, lot of good deeds. But now comes the time for the preservation of all of that a'mal. Preservation how? Be careful of how we speak. Amazing. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu Rabi'a radiallahu anhu, between him, there was some discussion. Between Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu and Rabi'a radiallahu anhu. So these two sahaba are talking. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu was angry and upset. He had said something in anger to Rabi'a radiallahu anhu because of which Rabi'a was upset. He said, how can you speak to me like that? It's a very hurtful word that you have just mentioned to me. Immediately Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu realizes that I have done something wrong. He says, Rabi'a, Rabi'a, Qulli mithla, Qulli mithla, tell me the same thing, please, please. He says, but why? He says, no, I want you to take the retribution in this world. Please take the retribution now. He says, no, I will not do that. I'm not going to do that. So Abu Bakr says, I beg you, please, whatever I said to you, say it back to me. I'm sorry. So I'm not going to say it. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu says, if you don't say that word back to me, I'll complain to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Today we say things we cover up. Yeah, Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu understands he slipped his word. Immediately he goes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa He says, Ya Rasulullah, Rabbi, I doesn't want to take retribution. He says, Abu Bakr, what happened? Eventually the entire episode is detailed to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, O Rabi'ah, don't say that word back to him. Say, غفر الله لك يا أبا بكرين. Make dua, Ya Allah, forgive Abu Bakr, don't take retribution. Abu Bakr, thaniyath nain, idhuma fil ghar. Abu Bakr is my confidant. Abu Bakr is the closest to me. He's the best after the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Many accolades were mentioned after that. Now Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, immediately when that was said, he started crying. Wahu ayabki is crying. But crying out of happiness that alhamdulillah, retribution has taken place in this world. I have nothing to pay in akhirah. For in this world, if we have to wrong any person, then there's a lot to pay in the, on the day of Qiyamah. In whichever way, whether it comes with money, whether it's by word, by action, in any way, we do something wrong to a person, then sometimes, is there any sane person in this world? Any sane person? You're earning, alhamdulillah, a lot of money, or whatever, you struck a deal, you did some, some good deal, alhamdulillah. The returns of it, when you get your returns and your profit, you keep your capital, your returns, you distribute it to the people you hate most. The person you hate, you give it to him. You, I hate you, 50,000 rand. Oh, you my biggest enemy. There's a half a million rand. No sane person will ever do that. Now, every person, we say something and we say something hurtful. Tahajjud Salah is gone. Sometimes you robbed him or you say, did something, you violated, you tramped on his integrity. Then the fast of Ramadan is gone. Tilawat of Quran, all the khatam you made, there's it going to the person. Who the person you have wronged. All the amal we have earned and accumulated for akhirah, that reward is going to the people we're not in good terms with. But because you backbited, because you did wrong. Imagine Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah, he was in Sham, the old event. 
which area particular, wallahu alam. But he borrowed a pen from a person. Borrowed a simple thing like a pen. So he used the pen and not realizing that it needs to be returned. As per normal habit, you take a pen, you use it, you put it back. So he used it, he put it into his pocket and he carried on on the journey. He went back to Maru, Maru which is situated in Iran. He comes to Iran and he realizes... I've got this pen and this pen doesn't belong to me. Forget about the price of a flight from Iran to Sham. He takes a conveyance, comes all the way back to Maru, to the person who borrowed him the pen. And see, excuse me, brother, I forgot to return this pen. There's your pen back and he carries on. Because he understands if even this pen was not returned, my Allah wa ta'ala will question me on the day of Qiyamah. My amal will go to that man. By mistake, maybe he didn't realize it was a mistake. Maybe he is going to feel otherwise. I stole it or I did him down. So that will be taken. Imagine up, Imam Bukhari rahimullah, Imam Bukhari rahimullah, just the value of word. Allah give us tawfiq that we, we become like the likes of our aslaf and the pious predecessors. Imam Bukhari was such a giant. Towering scholar in hadith and his kitab is the best after the Quran Sharif. But uh, he was also involved in business. Imam Bukhari rahimullah one day with some consignment had come by night. So a group of traders had come and they came to him and said, Imam Bukhari, please, we're ready to pay you profit. The profit he's going to make approximately 225,000 and profit only. So he says, see, I haven't opened up the consignment. It's late in the night. Uh, we need to, this checkup, everything is correct as per order leave it tomorrow morning we'll sort it out there's no deal he hasn't said anything he hasn't said qabil to he hasn't said deal done he didn't say anything to that nature he says tomorrow we'll revisit the contract come tomorrow we'll talk about it the next morning a second group of merchants had come and they had beat him to the draw they came early, the second group. So they had already got wind of the first group ready to pay 5,000 dirhams profit. The second group said, Imam Bukhari, if you give us this consignment, we'll pay you double 10,000. Make it 450,000 rand. Without inflation in rands now. 450,000 rand. We're ready to pay your profits. Imam Bukhari rahimullah says no. As a Muslim, I'll never go against my word. I told him I'll see them tomorrow morning. Even if you're going to give me so much of profit. So this is the a Muslim who is by his word, who's careful about his akhlaq, his character. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq, nikah to take place. And this is something we need to be very careful. Sometimes alhamdulillah in the masjid, person is a buzruk of the time. You'll see him, zikr, first self, tilawat of Quran, comes early, holding Quran, reading a lot of Quran. But sometimes that amal, we lose it. How? The way we treat our families at home. How we treating our wife and how we speaking to them and how we expect things from them. Sometimes we lose all of that amal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq inshaAllah that we become role models for our children. That this is how a father is to the wife. This is how we're supposed to be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. In all of our amal, all of our deeds, that we be careful, we be cautious. Nikah parties are requested to come forward. The nikah will take place and then thereafter will be the time for Sunnah. Sister Ahliya Amra has given permission.
for her nikah to be performed to Brother Wasim Ali. Witness to that. Mahar has been agreed upon between the parties. Permission to perform that. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi na'maduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu. ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة مه فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقال فمن رغب عن سنتي فليس مني أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Brother Wasim, the representative of the bride, Brother Muhammad Amra, witness to the representation is Brother Yusuf Amra. Brother Muhammad hands over Sister Alia Amra into your nikah. Mahar has been agreed upon between the two parties. Do you accept Sister Alia Amra into your nikah? Say, Nakahtuha wa qabiltuha. Barakallahu lak wa baraka alik wa jama'alinakuma fi khayr. Can we sign this after the nikah, after the khutbah and salam? Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina Muhammadi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun wa ja'alna lilmuttaqina imama. Ya Allah, most loving, most caring, most beautiful Allah. Ya Allah, accept this nikah that has taken place. Ya Allah, the day is a blessed day, O oh my Allah. The time is a blessed time, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, place the blessings and the barakah in this nikah, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, grant mahabba between the families, O oh my Allah. Grant understanding, compatibility between the spouses. Grant them love, mahabba, unity, understanding between themselves. Grant them the ability to fulfill the rights of each other, O oh my Allah. Grant them many, many years of happiness, O oh my Allah. If there be any difficulties in the way, remove it, O oh my Allah. Remove all tests and difficulties, O oh my Allah. Bless them with pious offspring, O oh my Allah. That will be flag bearers for the deen, O oh my Allah. Ya Allah, accept this nikah and accept all nikahs in the world. Ya Allah, wherever
whenever there may be turbulence in any person's nikah, remove the turbulence. Oh my Allah, grant mahabba in all of our homes. Ya Allah, grant mahabba in the entire world. Oh my Allah, unite the hearts of the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Allah, come to the assistance and the help of the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khair ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa na'udhu bika min shari ma sta'adha minhu nabiyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alaihi wasallam anta al-musta'an wa alika al-balagh wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-alihi al-azim subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen